What's happening, friends? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. I thought this was funny. Morgan, number two, does all of our social media, all of our digital, the website. Um, but at times, people can be mean to you on social media as well. Yes. Like on my personal Instagram, they'll make comments and it, it just lives there forever because I can't do anything about it. Wait. So why are people mean to you mostly? Uh, I mean, a lot of them think I have a drinking habit. You know, because I always post yeah. drinking videos. Or that would be called a problem, not a habit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a drinking habit probably not so bad. Yeah, it sounds better. A drink. <laughs> it's not such a bad thing to have a habit. So uh, they, they talk about you drinking a lot. Yeah, there's one. I, you know, some hate that I don't post pictures of my boyfriend, so I only post pictures of myself, and they're like, "Oh, that's self-absorbed." So it, it goes across the board. I'll say, first of all, I think it's great that you haven't shared that part. If you want to keep that always private, keep it all. You know, I think me five years ago would have said differently. Me now, <laughs> having seen someone who wants to be private live through the struggle of dealing with unwanted attention, uh, keep it private as long as you want to keep it private. Don't let the trolls get you. Um, what is your new strategy with social media? Well, so if somebody posts like a, a negative comment, I'll give it 24 hours, okay? I'll just let it sit on my page. Sometimes I'll respond, sometimes I won't. But I'll see who all likes that comment, and then after 24 hours, I'll block them and block everybody oh, who wow. likes the comment. Wow. Because they're all feeling That's the same thing. funny. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, because they're... It's yeah, haters and the haters' friends. That's yeah. right. The haters that don't actually hate, but they hate. They support the haters. They yeah. support negativity mm-hmm. and hatred. You should do that on our Facebook page. I mean, I've been thinking about it. I just didn't know if I was allowed to, you know, put that kind I, of bias on there. I don't care what you do on that page. We might not have anyone after that. Yeah, though. yeah, I know. We have like a, <laughs> over a million followers in that thing. I go look one day and there's like 17. Just people, yeah, period. Not that. million, just period. I think that's a pretty good strategy, though. Yeah, I mean, it's like passive aggressive negative, but like, right? So I'm just trying to avoid their potential future negative comments. I like that. That's a pretty good idea. Don't you agree? Yeah, no, I think it's great. And you should be, listen, you wouldn't let someone come into your house and insult you or say things that you don't like. And your social media is like your house. You don't have to allow something you don't want up there. Just anybody listening. Also, don't follow things that make you feel bad. A person, a brand, and not because they're insulting you, but if they're doing something where you don't feel good about yourself, block them. Limit it. Mute it. I do that all the time. There are people that it looks like I'm following that I've muted because I just don't like to see their feed and I also don't want to deal with the drama of them going, why'd you unfollow me? <laughs> I probably got like 10 people on mute right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, muting's good. Yeah. Any one of us that you've muted? All of you <laughs> at some point. <laughs> uh, no, no, I haven't muted any of you guys. Uh, let's go. Uh, coming up later in the show, speaking of Morgan, she has watched the entire first season of Seinfeld. Oh, and she made it true. And she'll review it for us. That was what we told her. You're Come how old? 27, 28? 28, yeah. You're 28. She didn't watch Seinfeld in real time, so she's going to review it in about an hour, the entire first season that's on Netflix right now. It is mailbag time. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones, my fiance and I strongly disagree on the matter of me changing my last name when we get married. I don't want to change my name because my name is my name and I'm a pilot in the United States Air Force and my name is on all my uniforms. It won't bother me one bit if someone refers to us as Mr. and Mrs. His Last Name and of course our possible future children will have his last name but it comes down to me not wanting to change my name. Honestly, it's a bit of an ego thing. 
I'm also not very traditional. Hyphenating isn't what I want to do either. Hope you can help. Love the show. Been listening for six years. A confused 26-year-old. Listen, I love it. I think if you want to keep that as part of you, you should keep it. I told Caitlin, if you don't want to change your last name, you do not have to. I don't feel like you changing your last name does anything to strengthen our relationship. And if you want to keep it, I don't think it weakens our relationship. I think it's who you are. I'm not a big fan of tradition for tradition's sake, and I feel like that's what this is. The man now owns the woman. They unite as one. Yeah, there are some <laughs> traditions that are, like, really bad. You know, and but she wanted to. She was like, I would like to because when we have kids, I want them to have our name. Now, her name is not Bones. She'd rather be dead than <laughs> be called Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin Bones. Bones. That's right. Yes. Um, so I have no problem whatsoever with you keeping your last name, and hopefully your husband respects that too. I know it's not for everyone. Amy, you, you didn't keep your last name? Yeah, no, I changed my last name, and I was excited to do that. So I, I feel like younger me would have been like, you need, you should change your name. But as I've matured and grown, I think the key things I hear in this email are that the kids aren't going to have a confusing situation. They've She's fine with that last name. She's fine with like people seeing them as that couple. But yeah, if she's proud of her name, and again, it's her part of her career and who she's represented there, represented as there, then I mean, I think that this should be fine. And yeah, he might need to not be so black and white with this. Like there's room for gray. Also, if he really wants this, you may have to give him something else. I don't know what it is, but trades are always good. Like, hey, I want to keep my name, but we will live here or this how I don't. There's something that you can give back to him instead of just going, keep my name. And then that's it. Because this sounds like it's very important to him. He probably grew up traditional. Most people did. Most people do. Yeah. I kept my maiden name as my middle name. And even that was a little bit problematic in the beginning. Um, and with so I, Your husband? With my husband. But I think it, he would even admit this now. Like he's a very black and white type person and traditions and this and that. But as he's grown and matured, he sees that now and was like, oh, man. Sorry I made you feel that way, but I did. I had like my maiden name as my middle name and I went and I changed it for him back to Elizabeth because, you know, I think that I just folded on it, but should have stood more firm. But here we are 15 years later, a lot of therapy (laughs) and we're better. (laughs) I think this is a dig inable. Yeah, and I she do. says if you really want, I think this is one of those you dig in on. And if you're saying you don't like, you're not a traditional type person, sounds like he might be. And y'all need to get this figured out before you enter a marriage and a lifelong commitment. Of if this is one thing that's coming up, there's going to be more. Yes, and for everyone that's traditional out there, which is 99.9 percent of our audience, good for you. Good for you. You are traditional. <laughs> Go for it. But I definitely understand her plight, and had Caitlin had the same one, I would have been totally cool with it. As a matter of fact, I wanted to change my name to her last name. Mm. No, I did it. I did it. No, I did it. I did it. No, no, no. You would have, though. Uh, We could have hyphenated it. I'd have been fine. We could have hyphenated it. I'd have been fine with it. Okay. Uh, All right. That's the mailbag. Morgan, if they want to email us, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, Eddie is our video producer. Eddie has four kids, two biological, two he fostered and has now adopted. So he's got four kids. All the boys outnumber your wife. Uh, yes. It's, it's five, five to one. Yes, and she she feels that every day. That's crazy yeah. to think about. Yeah. It's got to be so much farts and 
<laughs> yes. I'm having to set a rule of like stop farting around your mom. Like just stop doing it. Five to one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we like to focus in sometimes on Eddie's life. <laughs> All right, Eddie's got he's got two stories. What's the first one? The first one is it's it's funny because this is my, both my eight year old, and the first one is he came up to me and I don't wear cologne. Like I just don't wear cologne yeah. at all. Uh, I have a bottle of cologne, maybe of a special occasion. I put it on. Well, he finds it and he's like, "God, oh, that smells so good." He started spraying it on himself. Like, Dad, what do I do? Do I put it on my neck? Do I put it on my wrist? Do I put it on my chest? I said, "Well, if you want to, what I do is I spray it in the air and walk through it. Yeah. Kind of as a mild." smell of cologne he's like i want to start wearing this to school and i was like i don't know you're eight years old like i don't know what people are going to think if you go to school smelling like cologne <laughs> i don't know when the right age to start wearing cologne is man i had some brute when i was about 12 <laughs> i remember going to walmart and saving up and buying brute and i thought i was the coolest kid i mean it took me about 30 minutes to get to school and then to make fun of me, and <laughs> me i wasn't how well, old are we in sixth grade 12 Okay, because I remember in sixth grade, a lot of the boys at school wearing safari, mm. and we all thought they smelled so good. Mm. Probably the boys you liked, though. Yeah, but yeah. we did that after gym, too. It's like, no shower, just put some cologne on. Yeah, not deodorant, <laughs> just cologne. <laughs> so gross. This is the deal I'd make him. Hey, you can wear some cologne, but I would wait until after school to put it on. Yes. At eight, that's probably a little too young to be wearing cologne. Why? You don't, you don't think rolling to school smelling like uh, um, the mall isn't good? No. I think eight's why. why? Oh, I don't know. I like, is he attracting it, the wrong attention? No, I think at eight, if you start to put on a little cologne, you want to put on all the cologne. Oh, okay. You don't know how to use <laughs> right. yeah, I think right. at eight, you're just like, I want it all the time. I think okay. it's. But it cause headaches. He can also put it on when he gets home. Like, you get two sprays when you get home, you can wear it after school. Yeah. I think that's a nice little warm up so he doesn't pour the whole bottle on himself. Okay, I like that. So, I like that. But man, at Brute, if they, st- they still make Brute. Yeah, they yeah. still got it. And Brute was awesome. Old Spice still I don't, around too. I don't wear cologne. I only the other. You don't, do you? I haven't worn cologne since probably. None of y'all do. Since probably the the, the brute summer of ninety two. <laughs> like, but Bobby, Eddie, Lunchbox, Mike D. None of y'all wear cologne. Mm-hmm. No, no, not really. Ray does, but yeah, Ray wears Axe body spray, but he's that kind of guy. Like he's Axe body spray guy. But no. like, cologne's awesome. Why don't y'all wear it? Costs money. Okay. Um, too fancy. And, yeah. and you smell yourself all the same day. reason I wear sweats to work every day. Who cares? <laughs> okay. I am no, trying to no. still be a watch guy, though. Ray was complimenting my watch. He was like, dang, that's a big gold watch. I was like, dude, this costs $30. <laughs> he was like, hey, is that how, how expensive is that? And I showed him up close, and I was like, this is a $30 watch. And he was like, dang, you fooled us all. Eddie, what else? Okay, so my other story. Same kid. He got into some trouble at school. He was just misbehaving, and the teacher called us and said, like, hey, he's doing this. So I told him, look, man, you got to stop acting like this. You got to respect your teacher. And when she says stop talking, stop talking. I said, I'm going to give you five days and I'm going to call your teacher every single day after school and ask her how you did. And if you come back with five reports, I'm going to take you to get some ice cream. Like good reports. Yeah, good reports. I'm going to take you to get some ice cream. So five good reports. I said, all right, I'm taking you for ice cream. I said, when do you want to go? He said, let's go Sunday. I'm like, ooh, that's trouble. Got football on Sunday. This is when the Chiefs were playing. I said, all right, I got it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him somewhere where they're showing the game and I can get him ice cream. So I took him to a sports bar. That's what I'm talking about. My eight-year-old. We roll into a sports bar, Bones, and his eyes were like, what is this place? The bar was hopping. People were ordering shots, beers everywhere, and 20 TVs showing football. He was in heaven. I'm looking like, ooh, I don't know if I should be here with my eight-year-old, but they do have ice cream on the menu, and we're going to hang and watch the game for an hour. Amy, how do you feel about that? That's fine. I mean, 
I, I think that kids, sports bars, sometimes are restaurants and families go there to eat. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I guess it's just that if he starts to get a little too curious about all the people taking shots. Hey, water shots. Let him do water shots. <laughs> <He's> like, yeah. <laughs> One for dad and one water shot for him. Yeah, I don't know. About no, that, he but. never like looked at the alcohol. He just thought the environment was cool of everyone yelling at the TV. And I mean, I don't think he registered that they're all drunk. <laughs> but- Eggs, it's fine. Amy took her 11 year old to some whiskey whiskey place to get a haircut. Yeah, scissors and scotch. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, worse, I'm Amy. probably not the person to ask. But what about Hooters? If we- no, dude, I can't no. even go to Hooters. You oh. kidding me? <laughs> That is totally different. That's trouble, man. Oh my god. No goodness. way. I'm okay. not happening. All right, just making sure. <laughs> the latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. Gabby Barrett and Jimmy Allen were announced as co-hosts to Dolly Parton for the ACM Awards. The award show is going down on March 7th at 8-7 p.m. Central Time on Amazon Prime Video. Kelsey Ballerini hinted on her social media that she's done with her new music, and she shared a clip of one of the new songs. Here it is. Hometown as humble as a little doll, loud as a honky-tonk, proud as a rocky-top Kenny Chesney added 20 amphitheater dates to his 2022 Here and Now Stadium Tour with special guest Carly Pierce. His tour is kicking off April 23rd in Florida. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Mia is a senior in high school, and two years ago, she started this project, part of a class, and she wanted to renovate a camper, and she did. She found a camper, she bought it, and she took two years to get it exactly how she wanted it, and it ended up being really cool, a camper that people really wanted to live in, so she found an organization called uh, Veteran Car Donations, and she said, hey, is there a veteran that you have there that needs a place to live? And they said, yes, they teamed her up with a veteran, and she got to donate a camper. Wow, that's cool. She worked two years on it and then gave it away. Two yeah, years. Love that. That's pretty selfless. I lived in a camper for about a year. That's right, you did. Put a box fan out there, lived it up. Well, I didn't have a bedroom growing up, so I slept on the couch my whole life. And so we had a camper that sat, an old camper that sat beside the house that Arkansas Keith had bought for pretty cheap. And I was like, what if I go and live out there? Wait, it was a one-person camper? Yeah. And that was just, that was like like, like your room. But you, and you did didn't you... drive it. You had to hook it up to a oh, truck. It was yeah. an old one that you would tap, you'd hook the ball and yeah. drag it. Pitch. And so I I pulled an extension cord out there. Were you scared at night? No, I just never had my own space ever. Oh. Never had a bedroom. So mostly it was like, wow, I get to, I would have the radio. I'd turn it on to KLAZ or uh, Kissing 96. <laughs> and I'd t- turn the box fan on and have the radio on. And I'd sweat my face off every single night. Because wow. it was like, when it got too cold, I didn't stay out there. Yeah. I didn't trust the heat. But I lived in a camper. It was pretty awesome. I remember I'd get on, and I took the, the cordless phone out there. Before cell phones, I would take the, the cordless phone that didn't have a charger because it stayed in the house. <laughs> and I'd just leave it with me all the time until it ran dead. And then I'd go and charge it up again. Yeah. Ah, life. <laughs> would you call girls on that phone? What were you doing in there? Yeah. No. He called the radio station. He just held the phone. I lived in a camper. There were no girls for guys that lived in a camper. Got it. Uh, But great story by her. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Seinfeld has become one of Netflix's biggest shows. Morgan had never watched Seinfeld because you were born in 1993? Yep. Nailed it. 
And so you never really watched any of it. No, I mean, like, maybe caught, like, a few minutes on, like, cable TV at one point, but don't remember it. Even saying cable TV makes us feel old. <laughs> like TBS, <laughs> which yes. shows Seinfeld all the time. <laughs> and so we said, hey, watch the first two seasons of Seinfeld and see if it still holds up, having never seen it before. So you finished the first season. I did, but I, I have to admit something. I fell asleep during episode four. <laughs> How many episodes are there in the first season? Five. Short season. It was short. So I had to go back and rewatch four and five because I fell asleep during both of them. And that alone didn't didn't make me feel very good. So I don't have a good vibe with it so far. It's only getting 2.5 out of 5 dad jeans for me. Mm. Oh, you should rate them in dad jeans. Interesting. I, I do think season one's the weakest. If you were to watch season one of The Office, I think you would go, I don't know if this show is for me. I do think your eyes are going to open up a little bit in season two. And there are far more episodes as well. I mean, I'm not very hopeful, though, at this point. Like, the fact that it made me fall asleep, I don't fall asleep to anything. Mm -hmm. I can watch stuff for days, and I don't fall asleep, so that's not a good sign for me. So as of right now, you're at 2.5 out of 5. As of right now, yes. Um, In season two, there are 12 episodes. Okay. So not extremely long, but still a little more. And some of the more famous ones, like the Chinese restaurant. That's it. That's it. Oh, that's good. Season two. Uh, The Deal. Which was a big one. One of the most famous ones that I'm not even going to say what they do okay. in it. Right. But they agreed not to do something. Oh, yeah, they yeah, bet yeah. money yeah. on I it. I remember this. Mm-hmm. So some of the jacket, some of the most famous episodes are in season two. Okay. So we think you're going to like it a little better. Okay. What do you think I'll end up getting to? Like, will it go a 2.5 or will I stay I think there? you'll get up to a three, but you'll probably peak at a three. That's okay. my guess. All right. Hey, one other thing, speaking about getting older, Eddie's son asked Eddie, if he had ever met Jesus. And I'm like, what? (laughs) I mean, not, (laughs) I mean, one, that's rude. And two, like, Jesus lived like a long, long, long time ago. And he's like, oh, well, how old are you? I'm like, I'm 42. I never met Jesus. Kids don't understand sometimes the difference in like 2,000 years and. Amy, there are no photographs of Jesus. There are only old paintings of what people think he looked like. They see pictures and they think that that's Ah. real. How old is the son that asked you that? He's six. Mm, yeah. He's six. And he and how did he ask you? Well, we were leaving church and we were in the car and he said, man, dad, have you ever met Jesus? Because he just <laughs> seems awesome. And I'm like, met Jesus? Yeah. Like, did you ever hang out with him? Do you ever like know him? That's funny. No. <laughs> and you explained that you didn't even go to the same school. Right? Yes. I said, one day I hope to meet Jesus, but no, I have not yet. Hey, last week we got a call from a lady named Alice who said she had been scammed by a fake Trace Adkins. Remember that? Yes. She was going to buy tickets Mm -hmm. and got scammed out of money. Uh, Trace apparently needed headphones. A lot of money. He needed to finish a record. He needed headphones. Yeah. (laughs) So it stinks. I mean, because people are getting scammed all the time. And so she's on the phone, but what she doesn't know is we have Trace on the phone, too. (gasps) Come on. This is amazing. Okay. So we're going to make sure she gets hooked up. Mm -hmm. Uh, When Trace heard the story, he called me and was like, Hey, I want to help her out. That's a bad Trace impression, but we're going to do that next. So Alice is on. She has no idea Trace is about to be on. I do want to bring on Alice from North Carolina. She called last week informing us she was scammed by a fake Trace Atkins. You were hoping to buy meet and greet passes and tickets to a Trace Atkins show, correct? Yes, correct. Yes. Hey, did you get the tickets? Because I bought you tickets and sent them to you. Did you I get them? Did. Yes, yeah. I did. Thank you very yeah. much. Amazing. Because, I mean, she was on, and I was like, at least let me buy tickets for you. Because, uh, and what town do you live in? I live in North Carolina. Okay. And the Wilmington, North Carolina show, Alice, will be going to the show. I couldn't help her with everything, but I was happy to send her some tickets. But then we got a different call 
on the phone right now. We have somebody else that wants to talk to you for just a second. Let's put Alice okay. on hold and let us bring on uh, Trace Atkins. Trace, how are you, buddy? I'm well, Bobby. How are you? Well, I appreciate you calling. I know that you heard what was going on. And and we have Alice oh here God. who was just trying to buy tickets. Alice, what do you want to say to Trace? I know you're a big fan. Oh, my God. I want to say I love you so much. And I love your music. Oh, my God. I can't believe I'm actually talking to Trace Atkins. I'm going to die. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, thank you, Alice. I'm... Uh... Sorry to hear about about what happened. It's been it's been a scourge for the last few years. People doing stuff like this, and uh, it's, it's terrible. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know when somebody's going to do something about it. I know you don't, and it's not. I know it's not your fault. That's why I still love you. <laughs> we, you know, we're we're sorry that this happened. I mean, it, it, you you have no idea how many times a week this happens. Uh, my manager told me this happens all the time. And it's, yes, it does. Uh, you know, these platforms haven't been policing this stuff better and don't seem to care that people are being taken advantage of like this. And, uh, you know, our laws haven't caught up with our technology. These people need to be caught and prosecuted, but, you know, the, they'll shut right. their, their little site down, and, but then they just start another one back up and nobody does anything about it. No, that's the truth. Well, Alice, Trace wants to make sure that when you come to the show that you also get to meet and greet and do the meet and greet and meet Trace and also get a picture. I'm going to cry. Thank you. I'm going to cry. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. It's my pleasure. Hey, Alice, what's your favorite Trace song? Like, What song are you looking forward to seeing most when you get there? Uh, Hockey Talk for Donkey Donk. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. That's my favorite. I don't that's know. Who I, did that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I got a, a reason why I say that's because I have a honky talk with Dr. Donk. I have one of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, All me, right. Me too. All me right. too. <laughs> I like to joke around, as you can tell. <laughs> well, listen, we are going to get you hooked up. You're going to get to meet Trace. We're going to get you tickets. Um, I already sent you some tickets in the mail that I bought you, but we're going to get you all hooked up. We're really sorry it happened to you, but since you listen to the you. show, we want to make sure that we take care of our own people, okay? Yes, thank you so much. You guys rock. I love you guys. All right, talk to you soon. You guys can leave us voicemails at any time, day or night. 877-77-BOBBY. Here is Julie from Rochester, New York. Um, I just wanted to say thank you. Nine years ago, I was going through a really tough time with my daughter. Turned you on for the very first time. You made me laugh and cry. and I just felt like I was going through life with you, and you're helping me through a really rough moment. Um, I'm proud to say now, nine years later, she's thriving. She's doing great. I'm still listening to your show. So thanks again. You guys are awesome. Thank you for making every morning a great morning for me. And keep up the good job. Thank you. Thanks, Julian. Glad to hear the good news there. Appreciate you sharing that with us. Here's one more voicemail. Morning, studio. I was just wondering if you were going to bring back the employee of the month. Um, thanks. Love the show. The only reason we haven't done the employee of the month the last couple months is because I forget. And then it's like the fifth. And then I'm like, well, we missed that window. And today's the 8th. So let's make a note, Mike. This is a very short month, 28 days. So you guys better get to working. Oh, man. Who's the last employee of the month? Oh, Abby. Yeah, look at Abby. That makes sense. Yeah, from last year. Abby was like employee of the year last year. I know that wasn't an award, but our phone screener, Abby, just great content, great attitude, great at her job. Like, A plus. 
great singer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So, this woman got rejected for a job interview because her voicemail greeting was too, quote, jokey. Mm. Well, what was the job? Uh, head of seriousness? No. Nope, at, at a company? Uh, <laughs> nope. Working at a grocery store. And the, he was actually calling to offer the job, but then left her a message saying, never mind, your voicemail isn't like cool enough. Or well, good what are enough. they joking about? Are they being yeah. racist in their uh, jokes? All right. Here's a clip of her voicemail. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Nye, and I'm back with another banging banger. I'm sorry I couldn't answer the phone. Please leave your name, number. Yeah, you know I like. Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> hey, Michaela, it's Bobby. Hey, is there any way you can... That's, that's awesome. Hired. Yeah, I don't understand the job. That person... If it were like... If you were joking about something that was offensive or obscene, I would understand it, but that's nothing. Yeah, he left her a message and said that, you know, if you apply for a job, you should make sure your voicemail is more professional oh, than get that. over it, Come buddy. I would, then, I would not work for that guy. He said there was no need to call back, and he hung up. Rude. What a what, what a turd in the punch bowl. Like, what huh? was your personal voicemail? <laughs> but it's, again, she was just ha- having fun. It wasn't like she was saying something obscene. That's what I mean. Wild. Yeah. Um, a three year old named Landon had a seven minute conversation with nine one one after uh, he accidentally called nine one one when he was playing with his parents' Apple Watch during nap time. <laughs> Here's a clip from an interview that his dad and mom did. I was listening, and I'm like. Wait, is that someone else talking? It was like one of the the original series watches. And I was like, I haven't used it in years. It's probably not connected to a phone. What's the harm in him looking at the Mickey? Okay, so here's the bit. Lunchbox calls 911 and sees how long he can stay on. And sees if he can beat the the kid. (laughs) Oh, Do it. Do it. No, don't do no that. you would get no, arrested that would be for. Um, oh. uh, you can get. But Act Seven. <laughs> My mommy did I get? I don't think he can do that with that voice. <laughs> I'm Seven. What is it? Improper use of nine one one. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lunchbox yeah. can't go to jail again. Okay. Um, Walker Hayes is on tour with his entire family. So yeah, all eight of them, and he said they're drinking from a fire hose of joy. And then he said the sweetest thing about having his wife on the road with him is because she's his best friend and he loves to tell her everything, but now he doesn't even have to tell her. She gets to be by his side and experience it all because for so many years they were at home and he was on the road just trying to make it. And now I mean, yeah. he can bring them. This is that guy's moment and good for him. You know, his kids are also homeschooled, which you talked about on the show before. Yes. So you can do school out. on the road. Yeah. Everybody can just go. And I was looking at his merch table on his Instagram. He's actually got some pretty good merch stuff. Yeah, and like, his kids sell it. His kids sell merch. <laughs> so, like, they're learning so that's many awesome. different things. Like, yeah. yeah, is that it, Amy? Uh-huh, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Shannon was headed home from work in Canada because a blizzard was coming into town. Whoosh, whoosh, snow falling. She's like, I'm not going to make it. I'm going to get stuck in the storm. So she got on the community Facebook page and posted her location, you know, dropped a pin, said, hey, I need help. I'm stranded. Not going to make it home. An 80-year-old farmer (laughs) saw it, got his lantern. He said, I'm going to go get him, honey. And as he's walking down the road, he found three other cars stranded in the snow. He said, come on. And he brought all seven people back to his house where his wife made coffee muffins and said stay the night here but you said he was walking he had to be like on a, in a truck or something he walked with his lantern yeah but how did he get him out of their situation they walked to his house yeah they he said, got him he, out of their car he got him and out they of their walked car. with him they and they walked with him got it got it because he tried to get the tractor but it wouldn't go in the snow right pretty good 
And how old? 80. 80 years old. Andre the Farmer. Shout what is out it? to Andre being on Facebook. I guess 80. these people just needed to know there was an available house. Yeah, they to. had no idea. They didn't yeah. know the guy. He just happened and he found three other cars when he was going to find that woman. That's crazy. I feel like that's like the Headless Horseman walking with a lantern. <laughs> Do you guys ever read the Headless Horseman? Oh, yeah. Back yeah. in the day. Um, you know who else is pretty old? It's Jerry Seinfeld's almost 70. Wow. He's like 67 years old. I just see him as Jerry from the show in the 90s. And the reason I looked it up, we watched Curb a lot. It's one of Caitlin's favorite shows, so I've been watching it a lot with her. And Larry David is like 74. Yeah, he's he And it's hilarious old. on the show. I mean, still, timing, everything's there. And so we looked up Jerry Seinfeld, he's 67. Wow. And at one point, Jerry Seinfeld was like 35 dating a 17-year-old. <laughs> Never forget that. Oh, That's so right. Weird. He may have been 38 uh, dating uh, a 17-year-old. Let's not talk about that. Never like, forget. It, it ruins Jerry. Are they still together? No, 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 no. no. She, she graduated high school. At age 38, <laughs> Seinfeld struck up a relationship with a 17-year-old girl. It was in the early 90s. Um, Ew. Well, that's illegal, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, Depends yeah, on the state. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no state. That's okay. Um, I, I don't think that's true. Yeah. I think when you're like 19 and 17, okay, but when- some of the age of consent is because I remember being some states like 16. Oh man, 17. Hey, we should probably check this. Probably just- yeah, <laughs> fact check. But I mean, it does vary state to state for sure. And why would he publicly do something so illegal? Um, I'm glad Mike typed this into his, his computer. <laughs> Each U.S. state has its own general age of consent. Yeah. As of August 1st, 2018, the age of consent in each state in the United States is either 16. 17 or 18. Whoa. There you go. He found one from a state that... I did not type that on my computer. I'm not typing an age consent <laughs> on my computer for any reason whatsoever. I mean, how does he even go about meeting a 17-year-old? I, apparently, she was hanging out at the park, and she looked older. Are you serious? Yeah. He met her at the park? I think so, yeah. Oh, oh my I thought goodness. you were just joking. I they met, it, they met in Central Park, and apparently, it was just a friendship until she turned 18. Okay. There you go. See? Ew, though. I'm... Ew. That Okay. You're 40... One. One? Yeah. Gonna be 42 soon, but basically 38. So could you even imagine no, they look like kids. dating a 17-year-old? No, like no, but an 18-year-old? No. Oh. <laughs> anyway, great story to, of Lunchbox's story, story. Oh. about the guy with the lantern. That's good. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, everybody? Here's a voicemail we got last night. Good morning, studio. I'm calling about Thursday's post-show. Amy was asking about why they described her as pleasant in the note from the doctor's office. As a first-semester nursing student, you are taught that when you do your nurse's notes, to put in the uh, attitude and demeanor of the patient. So that's why you were described as pleasant. It means you made a very good impression, and they thought you were very happy. So take that as with some pride. Okay, cool. That's awesome. But the thing is, it was on my online portal, which I see. So if someone is not pleasant, would they see uh, crazy 40 year old? I better see, mine better be funny and testosterone filled. <laughs> yeah. If it's not that, I'll be and sexy. Yes, yes. <laughs> Can you imagine you going into sexy? <laughs> hey, thanks. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go look at mine. Mm-hmm. Um, Amy, what do you got? Let's go with the joke. The morning corny. What did the cheese say to the ground beef when they met at the grocery store? What did the cheese say to the ground beef when they met at the grocery store? It's Gouda to meet ya. (laughs) (laughs) That was the Morning Corny. You guys can leave us voicemail at any time, day or night, week or weekend, sun up, sun down. It's the same as our phone number. Here's voicemail number one. 
Morning, studio. I had a question for Eddie and how he disciplines his bio children versus his adopted children and how he will explain to them when they're older why they're being disciplined differently. I come from a very blended family, and that was always really hard for me growing up being disciplined differently than them, and I still, to this day, never understood why. Eddie? Ooh, it's tough. Uh, because when we were fostering our kids, it was very difficult because I had done poppings for a long time. We call them poppings. And, you know, and I couldn't do that with foster kids. Uh, and we would take our bio kids to a different room and we'd talk to them and then we'd give them their punishment. And then that was it. And they didn't really understand why they were getting it. The bio kids were getting it and the foster kids were not getting it. Now that we've adopted the kids, we're slowly adapting the same kind of discipline with all the kids, but we're explaining to them why this is what we do. And so I think we're starting to get it. I think everyone's starting to feel equal and starting to become a family thing versus bio and adopted. So hopefully we're doing the right thing. I have no idea. We're just kind of doing it because it feels right. Uh, If you want to speak on this, you can, because I was my next question is what do you whoop them with? But let me talk about what I was whooped with for a second. Come on. Because I was whooped. If I got whooped, which was only for talking too much, I wasn't. I was a really good kid, but my mom would whip me with a belt. But my grandmother, being old, would use anything around. I'd pick my own switch, so then I'd pick the smallest switch. But then that would just tear me up. Then I'm like, all right, I'll get the biggest switch. You come in a tree limb, then you just get beat with a tree limb. So there really was no win. Like whichever one you picked ended up yeah. badly in a way. Uh, the fly swatter. Sometimes I get whooped. Oh so much the top of the fly swatter would come off. Mm-hmm. Then, then it's just a metal. You ever oh. get the sandal? That's what my mom would do. Nah. She would just take her sandal off and be like, okay. Nah, it was switch or fly swatter or belt oh. yeah. for the most part. You? Did you get yeah. whipped at all? Yes, I got spanked a lot. And, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hand or belt, I guess. I never got the hand. I think one time I got the hand from my mom and I was like... <laughs> Yeah, you laugh at that. I was like, come on. I know. Like, I deserve more than this. I was lo- I was being logical with her. I was like, Mom, sit down. The hand, I didn't hurt that much. So if you don't want me to learn my lesson, I need something a little harder. Well, that's what we always do. We do hand. And it's almost a, a gauge of, like, make sure if it hurts me, then it really hurts them. So it's kind of like, do it bare hand. That way you don't really hurt them because it's just a pun. It's just a form of discipline. But my 13-year-old, well, he's 14 now, is we have to do a paddle now because he's like you're saying, he laughs at us when we do the hand. Wait, you, you paddle? spank your 14-year-old? Yeah, 14? Yes. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's just, a, it's a little paddle, probably the size of my arm, and that's what we... That's, at 14? At 14. Because the hand, he literally laughs at us. I'm no, like, why? Well, that doesn't work. Yeah, you don't need that to spank a 14-year-old. I don't know. This Whoa, he's a... the one that needs it the most. Oh. He's a teen. <laughs> yeah, what are you guys talking I know, about? But he's a teenager. I, Man, no. he loves the lip, talk back, and that's when it's just like, all right, here we go again. I feel weird about this. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I, we don't, we don't spank, but... I mean, well, we have adopted children, so our son, we kind of did in the beginning. We learned, like, that's not that's not for him. But what, also that what I've learned as a mom, whether it's bio children or adopted or foster, whatever, your, however your family is blended together, even if they're all biological, they may need to be parented totally differently because each child has a different set of personalities. And I think we grew up just this, like, either you were disciplined this way or that way. And it's just, that's just so not the case. And we unfortunately carried that into our children, but as we've matured in our parenting, we do we don't treat our child, children the same, even though they're adopted. If they were biological, we would still treat them different because their personalities are so different. I feel like I won't spank. Yeah. Yeah, you say that now. 
I know. And then you're just like, I don't know what else to do. I think I'll just make them memorize poetry or. Yeah. Yeah, that, that could works. be a th- yeah. I mean, there, there, you can get creative and do other things. And then when they don't memorize it, what happens? Then they get spanked. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> um, uh. Hey, thank you for the voicemail again. Call our number eight seven seven seventy seven Bobby if you guys want to leave us a voicemail. We now play so much cards at the house. Just Caitlin and I playing this game called Nerds. We bought a card shuffler and it came yesterday. I thought it was going to be weeks. It showed up yesterday, the day after we bought it. Who knew? I thought, well, Amazon Prime said it was going to take a couple weeks in the little delivery date, but it showed up and it, we started using it. It's a piece of crap, though. Like, oh. you take the deck and you put it on both sides and you push a button in the middle and it shuffles them together. But we bought the shuffler for $13. And the cards keep getting hung in it. So I guess you get what you pay for. It's worse now. So I think we're going to have to level up and go to like one of those $26 ones. Ooh. So yeah, it would take longer to do that because it go, oh man, you got to take the card out. Wasn't bit. So we played cards yesterday with the new shuffler, but we're getting shuffling injuries on in our fingers. Yeah, I mean, That's I think at this playing. point, it's worth the investment. Some men get calluses on their hands from putting up fences. Oh, right, right. I get mine from playing cards. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> So play cards, went to dinner last night. Uh, we, you know, have a goal to have a date night a week. And so went to dinner and a little late for us, but we could only get in. We used the app, Open Table, to book a place. And they had a 7.15. So we go at 7.15, which oh is my. basically midnight to me. But it's it fine. So we go. We get there, go right in, and it's freezing cold. We're layered up, and we go into the place, and there are people. There's nobody outside the restaurant because it's so cold, everybody's sitting inside, like right at the entrance. Everybody's, uh, you know, packed in together. And I see a guy that I know or have known, but I haven't really haven't seen him since before the pandemic. Really like him. But it's like I didn't want to have a whole 45-minute conversation right there. And everybody's packed in together. And so I see him, and I don't think he sees me. And I'm like, I'll catch him on the way out. And so they're like, okay, well, to, your, to your table. They'll take us to our table. And everybody's pretty packed in tight at this restaurant, too. It's not a huge place. And so we're sitting there, and the table next to us gets up, and they go off, and then they came and seat them. And you could reach it and touch them, and they seat him to right next m- to you, right next to me. And so now it's like, well, do I spend the time catching up? Because you're the. It's like we're almost eating at the same table. You're that close. And so, and Caitlin doesn't know him, but I'm like, he sits down. We, hey, what's up? And then we have to do the thing of separating. From like I'm now done talking to your table, and I'm only gonna talk to my oh. wife. But we're so close. You can hear everybody's conversations. But the girl beside us having a birthday. I mean, she's four feet away. Oh, <laughs> so awkward. It was almost like when you, if you go to a hibachi and you're just sitting next to people. That's yeah. almost what it was like. Except the guy sitting next to me was the guy that I had known for a long time and hadn't hung out with, and probably should have made an effort. Um, but we we talked for a little bit, and then we just kind of made a distinct line. Now we're going to focus on the people that we're with. Yeah. And then at the end, shoom, we're like, hey, it was great to see you. <laughs> but I'm telling you, Amy, if we were three feet apart, that's that's long. It was so close. And it was just awkward putting somebody that you kind of know right next to you because you feel the pressure of you need to talk the whole time. And sometimes you hear the conversation, you just want to jump in. <laughs> Even with the girls beside us to our left, like they were having a birthday. And Caitlin was like, I really just want to tell her happy birthday. And she was like, but they don't know us from the man on the moon. Yeah. So she didn't say anything about it. Oh. So, well, so how do you think you left it with this guy after good. y'all's dinner? Because, again, we whoop, 
focus on the front. But I mean, will you, like you said, you probably should have connected mm-hmm. at some point, but you didn't, but will you connect again or it'll go another two years? I'll probably hit him up on Instagram and be like, hey, good to see you. Okay. Because it was good to see him. I just would have preferred like three seats down. Not right. Because that's there's an awkwardness was there. Was he like, was he on a date? He was with a friend. I don't oh. know if it was a date or not. I, I don't know. I was trying so hard to just stay connected to my wife. Yeah. So we did that. We had a we had a good night. It was just very awkward to be seated next to somebody that you used to know pretty well, right beside you. How cool to do something that feels a little normal, like eat somewhere with a bunch of people. Nope, don't like that. <laughs> I like I mean, it. Hey, I like COVID rolls at restaurants. When you were going, nobody's sitting next to you. There's plastic. Those were the good old days for me. They were like, what? What? What were the good old days? Well, back <laughs> kids back in the day when COVID was here, you did not have to sit by anyone. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll go to dinner, and. This is not this is not something that keeps me up at night, but people will take their phones, they'll take they'll record us or they'll take pictures of us while we're eating. And and when they do their phone, I'm holding my phone up here. It's so obvious because if you're taking a if you're looking at your phone, there's an angle where the very top of the phone is as you're holding it to an angle, the top of the phone is still down. down. Sometimes people act like they're looking at their phone and they're holding it straight up and, and I and I know and Caitlin knows what or like they're recording us eating dinner right now. And then I feel awkward. Then I feel like I have to eat perfect. And I'm like, mom. <laughs> and I'm only talking about good things. And I'm like, I, I want to be super smart. I'm like, oh, how about that stock market? And I don't have a dang thing in the stock market. But yeah. so it makes me, me feel uncomfortable when that happens. Because that, that happens. It's weird sometimes. Not a real problem. We have real problems in our life. And that's not one of them. But the good old days when COVID kept people apart of restaurants. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I miss them, man. I miss them. Uh, let's go over and talk to April in Ohio. April, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on with you? There she is, April. April, what's up? Hi. Hey. Hi. I'm just call- I'm just calling in um, about the segment you guys did about last name when you get married. Yes. Um, I want to first say my husband's the best husband in the world, so he didn't mean no harm when you said this. But when we got married, he actually said to me you don't have to take my last name. And I was really hurt by that. And I was like really offended that he did not want me to have his last name. No, not the same thing. (laughs) Not the same thing. Don't find a way to make it about you because it was really him giving you the opportunity to, if in your mind, if you needed to keep it to, to, to keep an identity, letting you have that. You don't have to have it to keep your own identity. I think most people take the name of the other person, but I did the same thing to my wife. I said, you don't take my last name. If your name is that important to you, if you keep it because I'm fine. I'm secure enough to be, you know, I'll just be just be me and we'll have kids and we'll call them hyphen. Hey, little hyphen one, little hyphen two. <laughs> uh, and so now are you still upset about it? And did you take his name? don't give him crap about it but no i mean i get what he was trying to do and i respect that and to me my identity is my first name april and my characteristic defines me and is my identity so to me it wasn't a big deal but when he said that it just kind of took me back because i've never heard any like man actually say yeah you don't have to have my last name maybe him and i both could have phrased it better and we could have both him and i are in the same little basket here we both could have said we are so lucky to be marrying you. Like of all the people in all the world, the fact that you chose us, the fact that we met you and you chose us, wow, mind-blown emoji. That being said, would love for you to take my last name because there is nothing that would make me prouder. However, if for some reason you love your last name so much and you don't want to relinquish it, 
I'm willing to, to sacrifice that. That is a lot better than, you don't have to take my life. Yeah, that's to. a good point. <laughs> yeah, April and Amy, those are good points. Yeah. We probably should have handled it differently. Let it go, April. Mm-hmm. April, let it go. Let go of the rope. <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, thank you. Hey, April, thanks for listening. And tell your husband we say hello. Thanks. And hope you have a great day. I will. Thanks, you guys, too. All right, bye-bye. Uh, Eddie was talking about punishing his kids. I guess there was a, a voicemail. Yeah. And then you talked about what was going on with your kids. And we have a lot of calls on that. And I'll take a couple. Here's Heather in Wichita who's on the phone. Heather, what's going on? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, so I just dealt with this last week with my third grade son. He and a couple buddies found a marker in the sand on the playground, and they each took turns writing something inappropriate on the slipper slide, thinking it was a washable marker. And when the words did not wash off, uh-oh, they got sent to the principal's office and got in trouble. And so I'm a big believer in punishment should fit the crime, so I told him, if you choose to write at school inappropriately, you get to write at home. And I came up with the most epic, longest sentence I could think of and told him he had to give me 25 copies of it before he could do anything else. And in the eyes of a third grade boy, that was huge punishment. The poor kid never wants to write again. <laughs> yeah. He's just done, period. Well, thank you very much, Heather. Thanks for sharing your story. Yep, right. no problem. <laughs> See you later. I, I thought she was about to say, because I want the punishment to fit the crime. Yeah. I made him sharpie his face. <laughs> or something. With the word he wrote. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I didn't think she was going there. I did not. I did. That's interesting. Uh, let's go over one more. Elizabeth in Virginia Beach, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Good morning, studio. Morning. morning. Um, I had the same experience as Bobby. I had 10 sisters. And we got beat by the switch, and then I did also, like Bobby did, I went out and picked my own switch, and I kept trying different ones to see which one didn't hurt the worst. And we got beat with a paddle, and I was saying a while ago, my parents didn't get called to APS or anything, but now if you say, I'm going to beat my kid or spank my kid, people want to judge you and turn you over. And we, we were all raised pretty good. Well, if you say beat your kid, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you probably should have a... We're that's de- cringy. At I least mean, an ear turned your direction. <laughs> We're definitely in different times and for a good reason. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. like, that's valid. Yeah, the word beat... Not so good. Probably shouldn't be used. <laughs> but and you also, can see I, where I your also grandma... don't think that just because something was done away exactly. many years ago yeah. that it it's okay to do it the same way now, especially with everything you've learned. Correct. Right. Um, like... Like what? I mean, I could. I don't even want to. If give someone examples, said I beat I my could. kid, yeah, that's not good, man. Well, I'm gonna do like my dog when I say the word food. <laughs> 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 Turns head. Yeah. <laughs> and just listen. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. All right, let's do one. And Tasha is on the phone in Georgia. Hey, Tasha, do you have a personal? Tell me something good. Yes, I do. All right, share it with um, me. Is a, is a story about my niece. She just turned eight years old on January 22nd, and for the past three years, she has been collecting money um, at her birthday instead of toys for herself for the Shriners Hospital in Greenville, South Carolina. When Katie was born, 
Um, they found out a couple hours later that she had suffered a stroke probably two to three weeks before she was born. Um, pediatric stroke called a in utero stroke. And um, she is such a big-hearted little girl. And her first goal in 2020 was about $1,000. And she reached her goal. Wow. And because of COVID last year, she didn't get as much. But she set her goal this year to $1,299.88. And so far, she's at over $4,500. Wow. Amazing. Wow, wow. Well, can you, like, send us the link or something and we can post it on our our Facebook or Twitter? Sure, yeah. Wow, wow. So she goes to um, the Shriners Hospital on um, the 16th of this month. For her appointment, and that's when she's going to take all her donations, um, and she'll she'll give them to the Shriners Hospital. Holy moly! And her name is Katie. Katie Ann Taylor. And she lives in Greenville, North Carolina. No, she lives in um, Ellaville, Georgia. Here, oh, oh. where Got where it. we live, and so. But she has to travel up there to the Shriners Hospital in Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, that's what oh, it is. Okay. Uh, well, I I'm gonna. <laughs> Pledge a hundred bucks. As soon as I get the link, I'll donate a hundred bucks to it. Amy. Oh, awesome! Thank you so Hold much. Hold on. This is where I like to put pressure on everybody in the room. Amy. Yes, I'll oh, donate. What are you gonna donate? Okay, I'll match you. You're gonna do a hundred? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, what are you? What are you looking no, at? I'm, anybody else? I don't pressure anybody else. Just Amy. So anybody? You don't have to do a hundred, but anybody wants to say anything? I mean, I did win a hundred on that roll of the dice. I still have it in my pocket. You don't have to go a full hundred. You know what I mean? Like I fifty. Just, go fifty. I'll go 50. Okay, Eddie's in for 50. I'm in for 50. All right, let's see. Anybody, <clears throat> lunch. Anybody else? Well, what's Mo- Mor- uh, Morgan's raising her hand. What? I'll donate 20. Okay, Morgan's what in for 20. So far, we're at $270. Hello. All right. Lunchbox, how much do you spend on lottery Lunchbox? tickets? 150 over two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but I haven't hit anything. I haven't. Oh, won. you haven't? <laughs> no, I haven't won in oh. big, yeah. All right, well, okay. I guess I guess that's All it. Right, All right, wrap it up. I guess we're going to wrap. Well, she'll be so excited. I'll let her know. <laughs> Fine. What do you got? How much? What What are we at right now? 270. How much did Morgan number two give? 20. 20. I'll beat her. I'll give 30. Okay. okay so now we're at <laughs> like 300. 300. Okay. That feels good. Anybody else? Ray? Got the cameos and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Steve said something. Uh, before Lunchbox jumped in, I was going to do 30 to round it up. I well, think. won't you do 30 anyway? Uh, I'll do 50 to make it a nice even hey! number. Hey! Why do you have to beat me, Ray? <laughs> yeah, I can do five dollars. Okay, three fifty-five. <laughs> all right. Oh no! What about? Hey, come on! You give all this money to Abby. Step up, Abby. When the hey, Abby, you're the one. Come on, you're the one that put her on the phone. You better why donate. Are you, why are you? Hey, she's crazy. Because she's the only one that had stepped up. Abby. Yeah, I will. I'll do fifty. Oh wow! wow. wow. You did thirty. Wow. Okay. Wait, Mike D. Uh, <laughs> Mike. I guess I gotta go to fifty-five. I'll throw in 50. Okay. Hey, listen, we're at like 500 bucks here, Tasha. So we appreciate you calling. We'll make sure to get all this donated over. Okay, thank you so much. All right, stay on the phone, though. We got to get the link. <laughs> she just hangs up. And... Okay, I will. All right, hold on a second. All right, good. That's what it's all about right Ooh. there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Okay, let's catch up on what's happening with the news. Bobby's Big Stories. A woman in Oregon who believed she was training to be a DEA agent, realized she had been tricked for a year by a man pretending to be her supervisor. That's wild. Robert Edward Golden, 41, is accused by Portland officials 
of impersonating a DEA special agent, using false credentials to gain information from residents, and installing red and blue emergency lighting in his car to navigate traffic. This guy went full on. Wow. It's almost cosplay. Almost. Except it's highly illegal. And he's faking being an officer. He also kept a tactical vest with DEA police patches, two body armor plate carriers, handcuffs, badges, and an AR-15 style rifle that turned out to be a BB gun. I mean, I believe him. BB gun. Again. (laughs) Authorities discovered and detained the pair on February 1st after a police sergeant noticed one of the vests saw it, went up to him and said, hey man, are you a sworn federal agent? He said he and the trainee were both feds working in Portland. He then told the woman to show the officer her fake badge, which she didn't know was a fake badge. The unidentified trainee who wasn't charged told authorities that Golden had given her the DEA badge and photo ID and said she'd been in training for a year while attending school for criminal justice. She said Golden had taken her on night surveillance ride-alongs. She also said that they did practice shooting and mentioned four other DEA agents by name. He could go to jail for three years and face a fine of $250,000. It's from Yahoo. But tricked her for a year. I wonder if she had to pay for it. Yeah, yeah good that's question. What, I'm just so perplexed how she thought that this was... Well, she thought it because he had a badge and he had body armor and he had two body armor plate carriers and handcuffs <laughs> and a BB gun. Anyway, how did he line all this up? Like, Right. I don't know. At some point. How did he recruit her? Yeah. You can go to like the army... Mate, surplus. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and buy store. stuff that looks extremely similar. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I would have fallen for it. I guess, you know, she just... Amy thinks she's being a DEA agent. (laughs) Come on. Um, (laughs) North Korean authorities arrest a dance teacher for teaching capitalist routines. Hmm. Authorities have reportedly arrested a dance tutor who was teaching kids uh, capitalist... They don't say which one it is. Hopefully it was, like, something good, at least, like the Dougie. (laughs) (laughs) No, all seriousness, it's awful there. That's crazy. They make people go to... Hard, hard, what do they call it? Hard labor, labor camps. Camp. Ooh, this or, is in uh, North Korea. Or kill them if they watch something from the West. Yeesh. Or listen to those K pop bands. So, this is from the New York Post. Sources say the teacher and students are facing hard labor, and the kids' parents will likely be punished as well. The kids' parents, oh. they were teaching them dancing. Wow. Some people say that because of the dance that I was taught, some people should be punished. Which what one was that? that? Dancing with the Stars. Uh. <laughs> They're like, you should be punished for putting him on that show. Uh, a flying vehicle called a Jetson is now on sale, and it's for delivery next year. It basically looks like a massive drone, but you get in it, and it get flies out. you. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're sitting in a drone, and surrounding you, there are four little propellers. It costs $92,000. It was launched in October of last year and was so popular, they sold out... But now they've opened it back up for 2023. And if you have the money, oh. 92 grand, you can get you one from the Daily Mail. I don't try I don't like to fly. I don't trust it. I, you know, and Dustin Lynch is now learning to be a pilot. He's going to be in on Friday and I need to have a talk with him about that. I don't like flying. I think flying should be your number one thing. Not a hobby. Yeah. I think anyone <laughs> flying should that should be their their thing. You be the ones that fly us and then let you, Dustin Lynch, you should go do music or other things on the ground. I need to have a talk with him. But even like real pilots, driving was their first thing and then they no, fly. Well, driving's all of our things. <laughs> yeah, but we also first. have our first thing like work. Oh. We all drive. That's not our first thing. So, but yes, but you can get you one of these. You know the people that crash into buildings. Yeah, but how? I couldn't, keep, awesome. I couldn't keep a drone out of a tree. Can you imagine if I was in one? <laughs> couldn't keep like a, one of the... 
What are the rules, though? Like, I don't think for... there are rules yet. No? Okay. Free airspace for all. Have at it. Okay. It's the Wild West. Uh, according to a report, searches for men's lingerie have skyrocketed 60% over the last month. That's because of Eddie. Mm-hmm. That's all me. Some say the so-called menjure is a result of Rihanna's Savage X Fenty brand launching a line of men's lingerie. I bring it up because Eddie had three days of wearing basically men's panties. Is that what I was wearing? No, Men's you were wearing something from Japan. Just lacy. It was lacy underwear, I guess. Yeah, you were wearing something that... <laughs> lacy briefs. Lacy. And, and what was your final takeaway? It's fine. They're not bad if that's what you're into. Um, they just creeped up a little too high for me. After like a couple days, I'm like, oh, I had to kind of, you know, pull stuff out of areas I didn't want. Other than that, the lace was nice. It breathed very well. So will you wear them again? No. No, they're What'd in the you trash. What would you do with them? Trash. Oh, throw them away. They're trash. Uh, men's lingerie options include glossy, flossy crop top. <laughs> men's sexy lingerie lace G-strings and men's see-through thongs. Oh. See-through. <laughs> <laughs> what? Isn't a thong pretty much... It's already invisible. I mean, it's... A- <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Billy Joe Armstrong, the lead singer of Green Day. Here's a clip of Green Day. Sometimes I give myself the creep. Says one of his prized cars and a bunch of band Sometimes gear were stolen recently and TMZ's on the case and so are the cops for that matter. Other than the car, police say the unknown individuals took two electric guitars and the amp. Here's a clip of the video he posted saying you can bring it back, no questions asked. So once again, I just want to say thanks, everybody, for uh, reposting and looking for my car. Also, to the people that stole it, like, the one thing, I I don't want anybody to go to jail. That sucks. You know, just drop it off. (laughs) Or, uh, you know, and if you do get caught, um, I'll bail you out. I just want my car back. And that's it. It was a stolen 1962 Chevy 2? Chevy II? Chevy Nova. It says Chevy 2 here. I don't know what that means. It's a Chevy Nova. It says Chevy 2 here! It's a typo, I'm sure. Okay, cool. You think he'll really just forgive them? Well, if they come? sounds like it. I Do mean, you think this is a trap? I think <laughs> he really wants a Chevy 2. Yeah, for sure. It says Chevrolet Chevy 2 slash Nova. Uh-huh. Oh, so you're both right. Uh-huh. I, mean, I know nothing about cars. I mean, I know less than... You could convince me it's called Chevy. And I would be like, oh, it is. <laughs> I drive a Chevy. I didn't quite know that was the original name of it. I know nothing about cars. Uh, okay, there you go. Amy, what do you think? The, well, we played a clip. The number one Green Day song of all time, streaming. What's the name of that song? But she doesn't even know the words. Do you think I've had enough? I don't know. Basket case. There you go. Sometimes I give myself the... Can you think of another Green Day song? No. You'll, I wasn't a big Green Day person. Yeah, but you'll know them. Um, sure. Well, here. give me a hint. Don't want to be an American idiot. Yeah. How about Wake Me Up When September Ends? Oh, this is good. <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> when September Well, you heard the beginning of it. That was good. Uh, good riddance. Time of your life. Oh, oh, this is good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this we played this like like our senior year of high school, something like Go that. Ahead. Time of your life. <laughs> Hold on, I know it. I know it. Um, t- t- I, I'm not gonna be able to get there because I have the other one. Yes. Hmm? Are you playing hand guitar? 
I hope you had the time of your life. You didn't know you knew so much Green Day. I didn't. And finally, how about Boulevard of Broken Dreams? Oh, that that one's good. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes. You want to sing is, it? It is. Go Actually, on. I do like Green Day. Good. Boulevard. Oh, She's like Boulevard. I the last one once we played a teeny bit. <laughs> Along the street, this empty street. Okay. On the anyway, there you go. Broken dreams. That's all cadence you have there. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's big stories. If you go over and you're looking for a podcast and you've already listened to the show, I encourage you to check out the Bobby Cast. It is a music podcast I do with songwriters, artists, and it's an hour long. And I had Morgan Wade on this last week, and I'm just a massive fan of her album. She talked about how her producer made her sing one line of this song, Wilder Days, over and over for almost an hour before she got it right. Just singing Wilder Days. I stood in front of that microphone for a solid 45 minutes singing that one line over and over and over. And I I was like, I never want to hear this song again. Which which part? I wish I did. And your wild Wilder days. Like that yeah. that part of it. He made me see, And he was in his kitchen shredding chicken for tacos. And he would be like, yeah, you can keep going. I think you can. <laughs> and I'd, I could sing that part of my sleep now. I hated it. All right. Thank you, guys. Let's go to the phones. Let's go talk to Crystal in Kansas. Crystal, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hey, um, I just had a proud moment yesterday. All right. Um, so I, we had a coworker who had been missing some money, frantically looking for it all day, and couldn't find it. <clears throat> but my son, who goes to another school because he's thirteen, um, when I picked him up, <clears throat> he says, "Mom, I found a twenty dollar bill laying on the ground." And I said, "Well, what did you do with it?" And he said, I just gave it back to the lady that's helping at the school. And so it just made me proud that he, at 13, um, didn't pocket the money. He was honest. I'm curious, Lunchbox, because you're Mr. Money. You keep everything you found. What would you tell your kid? I would tell him, hey, man, at 13 years old, $20 is a lot of money. And you just, like, cash can't be traced, so that money, you really should have kept that money. If someone came up to you and said, hey, did you find You would have my- said that as a dad? Yeah, I would have told cash him. Cash can't be traced? Wow. Yeah, you should have kept that money. <laughs> Good advice, man. What? It's crazy. That's fatherly advice right I there. Cash can't be traced. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, that's true, because he gave it to that uh, whoever at school, and that person just pocketed it. Uh, Crystal, I think you have reason to be proud of your son, and do you want to say his name here? Um, His name is Carson Hill. St. George, Kansas. All right, Carson, we're proud of you too, buddy. Just remember, cash can't be traced. Yes. That's mm-hmm. right. If you remember anything, next remember time, that. Yes. <laughs> All right, thank you, Crystal. Have a great day. Get her money back. Yeah. So. Thank you, Crystal. All right. Well, All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, speaking of money, how, what's today, the 8th, Valentine's Day is next Monday. Yeah. You bought all those reservations? Yep. Have you sold any? Yep. You Why got the it? money. I'm calling uh, the- uh, No, you, do go. you have the money? I do not have the money, oh boy. but there will be a call placed today after the show to uh, Pyrie in Vegas. Uh, got his number, been trying to contact him, so I will call him again today, get it on the books, and then my guy from Austin is supposed to find out today if he's getting off work, so looks like we maybe have two in the bag. <laughs> so we still just have two? But you have no money. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> he can't hear you all of a sudden. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't have Zero. any money right now. That's fine. I mean, guys, you don't get money until the sale happens. But you yeah, made five reservations, right? Yeah. I, okay, and we only have two potential buyers. And if you cancel them, they charge you. Yeah. They do. They, no, that's why they take your credit no, card. Oh, if you don't show up, they they charge you. What's the cancellation policy? 24 yep. hours? 24 hours. Some of them are 48. Okay. So I got time. So listen, boy. guys, the panic is going to set in today or tomorrow for all these schmucks out there that oh are going to look at the calendar and realize, <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's Valentine's Day next week. I have to have a re- reservation. And they're going to be coming on my Instagram flooding with like, hey, I need it. I need it. I are need you it. checking your DMs? Oh, yeah. Anyone's messaging I'm you checking them. But you've but, sold none and you have six days left. Well, I don't know why you wouldn't hold them the day of. That's when people would really want them. Well, I tell because you what, that's running the risk of him. If you hold him day of, we can mention him on the show Monday, that Monday. <laughs> He's going to get oh, charged. Yeah, that's well, the but I'm telling that's you. That's the problem. I'm going to get charged. I know, but you want to be a businessman, you want to be a business mouse. Uh, well, I, 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 hey, I like man that. or mouse, because the people are really going to be freaking out day of. You want to be man or mouse, you hold those reservations. We'll come on the show Monday. We'll say, hey. And, I mean, if it is day of, you can charge double. You could ch- Wait, I wouldn't know about out. double, but you don't could probably charge out. a little more. He charge one bit. He's already charging a lot. But he hasn't made a dollar yet. He made all these reservations. He put his credit card down for five different places in three cities. Vegas, Austin, Nashville. He's sold none so far. And just let me ask you this. Do you want to be a businessman or a business mouse? Because if you want to be a business mouse, sell them back and be like, and cancel. A businessman comes on the air on Monday and says, I still have them. I don't even call that businessman. You know what I call that? What? Business baller. Yeah. Think about that. You want to be a business baller? I'm going to put that in my mind. I'm going to write that my... Tag that business baller. Don't. Okay. Oh boy, he's gonna put that on the business card. Heck yeah. Don't. What up, lunchbox business baller? <laughs> also, for nine hundred ninety-five dollars, is a service called Love Cloud. They take couples that want to become members of the Mile High Club up in an airplane and let them do it. Oh my what? gosh, that's so weird. The interior of the private jet is decorated with red satin sheets, Ew. pillows, custom-made foam mattress for extra comfort. Couples are promised privacy on board the flight, which takes off from Las Vegas, even with the pilot wearing nose-canceling headphones. <laughs> I noise. thought it was blindfolds. I'm noise. like, what? No, no, no. That'd be bad. Incredible. And then it's only a sheet that separates. You know that pilot's got one ear pulled uh-huh. back. Yeah. That is awesome. That's from The Independent. But 995 bucks, 1000 bucks. You go up. 45 minutes. I'm going to hit you know. my wife up, see if she'll do it. Okay. Okay. What do you mean, see if she would do it? Like, see if she would be down. We, we like Vegas. You would pay $1,000 to go up in an airplane and Absolutely. <laughs> to say you're part of the Mile High Club. The I mean, come thing, on. The things he spends money on. Like, you're telling me you wouldn't want to be able the next. You would spend. I'm good. I'm good. $995 to be able to say, I'm in the Mile High Club. Do yes. You know, do you know what's free? Being able to say I'm in the Mile High Club and not being in it. Oh, that's true. No, you just lie about it. Yeah, I'm in the but, Mile but, High Club. But why would you lie? Why do you want to be known as a liar? I don't want to pay $995. Hey, prove you aren't. Uh, they probably give you a certificate. I mean, I'll be carrying that he around my around. wallet. <laughs> Just think, you're, in, you're at the next backyard barbecue, someone's house. Like, oh, man, what did you guys do last weekend? Oh, we joined the Mile High Club. Oh, tell me more. Well, we went to Vegas. The conversations a- that play out in your head at fictional barbecues <laughs> are hilarious. <laughs> we, rented a, we rented a private plane, went up, had some satin sheets, and yeah, baby. And you think your wife would be like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true. No, I don't. I feel like it's more lame if you're like, well, I saw an ad for 45 minutes in the sky. No. Is it more lame or is it more lame sitting on your couch reading a book? Well. Exactly. It doesn't cost $995 to sit on your couch and read read a book. book. 
And I don't like to fly anyway, I'll be honest with you. So well, you ain't I don't know that I'm you're not, not flying. I don't, when you're you're, I'm there. in the plane. Yeah, but listen, you ain't thinking about being up in the plane when you're doing I that, would your be. thing. You know? I would be. I'd be like, oh my God, we're going to die. But also, when I learn or people like, <laughs> like What TMZ, kind of pilot even flies this kind of plane? Of course we're going to die. Like, or if a, an article is put out about a celebrity couple that has done this or whatever, I'm like, why do we know this information? I don't need to know about their life. Like, it's well, not. So why does it matter? The article's put out. So we do know, so they become more famous. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, but I nobody really cares about the intimate details of Lunchbox. <laughs> like, That's it's true. not going to make him cooler to know that he did it in an airplane. Do you think people would respect you more? Yes. It's, 100%. Will they think it's lame, though? You kind of had to rent no, it. No, they will it? not think it's lame. They'll be like, oh, man, where'd you do that? Maybe we'll do that. Okay. So oh I gosh. think. The people that would think it's cool would think it's cool if you had your own plane and did it up there. Yes, or like you fly private often and that's yes. what happened. Not or because you, you rented one. Snuck into the bathroom. Like you, you went to the <laughs> circus and I bought- I mean, people think it's cool when you rent a limo, so what's the difference? Do they? Do they? <laughs> Absolutely. Do they? Do they? I don't I think mean, so much. you have- Maybe when I was 12. Cool. <laughs> High school, like maybe. we got in when they picked us up when one, and I'm all that you know, was cool. Where I was yeah, like, like dang, well, that's a surprise, as yeah, an adult, exactly. But like, we but don't I would never spend pay. money, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, you guys have your taste, I have mine, yeah, that's yeah. true, that's <laughs> very true. true. I mean, your tastes are rented limos and <laughs> rented jets. <laughs> it's not a jet, I can guarantee it's not that. a jet. It says jet, but it's not a jet. Yeah, it's not a jet. I don't know what is it, like a prop plane, yes, it's like a little propeller, whatever. It's still my high club. It doesn't matter what kind of plane Man, it is. You, if you rock that plane a little too hard, doesn't it stop, cause trouble? Stop. You ain't rocking <laughs> anything too hard. Ah, I mean, I'm just saying. Too much. Now Eddie's starting to think about it. Cool. You guys going together? <laughs> hey, you guys going together? No, 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 no. I ain't going at the same time as Eddie. <laughs> no, no, thanks. No. Come on, lunch. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll let you know. No, we don't want to know. And oh, you won't boy. spend that money to do that. That's stupid. You would not spend that money. You have to fly out there. Then you have to... Yeah, then you, the hit, you hit something on the slot machine, then you go up in the plane. Boom. Then you oh. get a limo home. A rent a limo exactly. home. What a day. Okay, I'll, I have <laughs> this story. I'll get He lives in fantasy world. Yes. Um, anyway, if you want to check it out, we'll put that up on our Facebook page. Yeah, it's it's a prop plane. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at it now. Mike D. Oh, shows. They pull the little door open, and then you get in. There's <laughs> no terrible. chairs. It's just a bed. That's what I'm talking about. It's just like a mattress, and then... Oh, let me see. I don't even trust the pilot who would be flying that me kind of plane. Me neither. Where did they find him? Why is he doing this? Dude, that looks great. It has a heart pillow, too. Like, <laughs> love is in the air. Okay, hold on. We'll be back in a second. Let's talk to Christy in Georgia, who's on the phone. Hey, Christy, what's going on? Hi, morning, studio. Morning. Um, yeah, so I was just calling in regards to, Bobby, when you were talking about um, how long after being together do you say, I love you, to your significant other? Um, my now husband and I, we started dating when we were 17 and I think we first said it to each other like in person after six or seven months, I think, of dating. And how Um, long until you got engaged after that? We, we dated for five years, um, when we got engaged and married, um, and we've been married for five years. Oh, congratulations. The average is about three months. That's when someone says, I love you to some." Amy just that, shakes her head like that's normal. That makes sense. I didn't say if it. that's the average. I didn't say it to a single person until Caitlin. I was 40, 39 years old. Well, yeah, but that was 39 deeper. years you're old. What, deeper. You're, you're what pushes it back to three months. Some people say there. three months. I said 39 years. <laughs> yeah, but there's some roots to that. In our relationship, I think I said it about seven months. 
Okay. After 39 yeah, years. That's amazing. Okay. Because I never said it to anybody. But I didn't love anybody. So so that that's it for me. I said seven months in a relationship, but I never said it to anybody else. Amy. Four months. It's yeah, pretty and, average. Yeah. Who said it? He did after he proposed. Oh, that's <laughs> oh, <true>. after. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> How long until after? Like, walk me through that. Well, he, well, it was part of his proposal, actually. He said, well, after I said yes. So he got down on one knee. Is it weird to be proposed to and have never I, been told? I don't know. We just, I, yeah. listen, he just said he, he had never told anybody that. And he had been in relationships with other girls, but never had said it. And he just, I had, unfortunately, didn't want to ruin that for him. You're but like, oh, boy, I have, I'm five in. I had loved other boyfriends. But he said, after I said yes, he goes, okay, well, I've been waiting to tell you that I love you. I just wanted to make sure I only said that to my wife. And I wanted, if you weren't going to say yes, I wasn't going to tell you. That's sweet. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Eddie? Two months. We were dating long distance. And after two months, she calls to kind of break up with me. And I said, no, 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 don't, because I love you. <laughs> And that's what I said. It. I told her I loved her. And you, then, you loved her to keep her? And I, then yes. It and got she goes, wow. you do? You really do? I was like, I really do love you. And she goes, okay. She ultimated to you a couple times. That feels like ultimatum-ish. Like, I'm going to break up with you. And you say, I love you. But then yeah. Yeah, she was like, marry years. me or I'm leaving. Yeah. And you she, said, and no, 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 I'll marry you. She kept testing me. <sighs> Is that the kind of guy you are? You need to be told. I guess, yeah. <laughs> you need to be led to water? <laughs> yes, so I can drink, yes. Watchbox? Uh, eight months uh, we were at her house. It was a Saturday morning. We woke up. We we're laying in bed. Okay. Oh, my God. I, okay. I texted her and asked her, and she said, and I was talking, and she goes, I said, I love you to you, and you told me, you want me to go pick up breakfast? What? How many people did you say it to? Uh, I guess just her. You didn't say, you used to say he, he'd said to tons of girls. No, no, no. He'd I be would, like, no, no, I would tell him. moment? Yeah, he'd be like, I'd tell him, I love you. You want to go back to my place? Stop. Uh, but that doesn't count. I mean, that, not real. I would just use it as a but, tool. A tool. Okay. But my now wife. Because girls you just met are like, oh, you So it sounds me. like you've changed your story since you got married. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, I thought you meant like genuine, like when me and my wife did it and she t- told me after eight months, she said, I love you first. Is anybody confused still how he did it to his wife? Like he's, I, I no, thought no, she, they were like together in bed, but then he texted her. No, no. <laughs> That's yeah, he was like, we woke up no. and then I was texted. I just said. But I said it to girls, no, but I'd be right, like, man. I love you, but it don't count. And then I said, I'll go get food. <laughs> and I got breakfast. Okay. You guys, uh, if you guys would listen. <laughs> let me talk to... <laughs> Terry in Virginia. <laughs> Terry, you're on the show. What's going on? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Um, I wanted to ask um, Lunchbox a question about um, some money I found at an ATM store, if he would have had his kid return it or not. Um, I went to an ATM at a 7-Eleven, and I took out $80. And when I took the money out, there was 140 there. So I realized that someone had forgotten to take their cash. So I went to the lady behind the counter and first she wanted me to tell her how much and she wanted me to leave it with her. And I just told her, if somebody comes back, get their name and their number and I'll, I'll swing back by in a couple of weeks. And so I did. And it was a young guy with a kid. And I met him at the 7-Eleven and gave him his $60. And a couple months later, he texted me and said it was his son's third birthday and he would share that story with him and teach him to do that and that it meant so much to him. So I'm just wondering, does he not see that it's, you know, the value in teaching your kids that or would he have told his kid to keep the money? Oh, I definitely would have kept that money because 
I would have saw that and I would have taken it and be like, oh, okay, cool. The ATM messed up, gave me extra money. I would never think it was someone just – how do you, like, go to the ATM – Get money and then just walk away without getting your money. I mean, that doesn't make sense to me. That tells me eh. that he got double money. What's happened? You've gone to the ATM, Amy, and said, oh, here, I want $50, and then walked away before you got your $50? How does that happen? Like, I that mean, doesn't... I've done stupid stuff where yeah. I just... Where I... You drive away, you're distracted, I've driven you're away the without the food before. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Not a lot. Probably not as much as Amy. That's like Wednesday for her. <laughs> but for me, if I'm in like a weird place, I've done something like that yeah. before. Yeah. Not fifty dollars. Because really, that guy but, could but just Chick Fil A. Yes, yeah. I think I've driven off. Before. He could just contact the ATM, say you didn't give me my money, and they would be like, "Oh, okay, we didn't." They'd give him his money anyway. All right, Terry, this is an argument that you can't win. Not that you're wrong, but you can't win with him. No, I, I realize. Yeah. Well, right. I appreciate you well, calling. Though. Have a great day. All right, see you later. Yep. Bye. All right, bye. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Minneapolis, Minnesota. A man walked into a thrift store, got a few items in a bag, went up to the counter, pulled out a gun, said, give me all the money in the register. Got 200 bucks and fled in a stolen truck. Ditched it a block away. When police were looking through it, they found a grocery bag, had his saver's card in it. Oh, he got busted by a saver's card. <laughs> yeah, you know where you get the discount yeah. at the register? Yep, <laughs> had his name and everything, and so they tracked it down to his house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good, but that sucks. <laughs> you should never leave home without your saver's card. Like, you know, good. I'm glad they got him, but that stinks. Anyway. Yeah, what a way to go. <laughs> okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. You guys can call us anytime. We're about to leave here, so you can leave us a voicemail. We listen to them. We play some of them back. Same as our phone number, 877-77-BOBBY. Morning, guys. I have a morning corny. So when you're at the grocery store, how do you determine the price of a red-hot chili pepper? Well, you grab the pepper, put it on the scale, and give it away, give it away, give it away now. <laughs> I like it. Give it away, give it That's pretty funny. That's a joke for all you 90s alternative fans out there yeah. like myself. Um, they just put out a new record. Yeah, they're touring, I saw. <laughs> I've seen them in concert like six times. That's crazy. I wonder what they're going to be like now, though. Like, how old are they? 60, Almost 60. probably, yeah. but I think they probably still go hard. Woo. Uh, here is another voicemail from last night. Good morning, studio. So I've been listening to the show, and just like the last week or so, Lunchbox has just been getting on everyone's nerves. But I was talking about it with my mom. She's also a listener. And Lunchbox is kind of like the George Costanza of Seinfeld. Like, you hate him, but it wouldn't be the same show without him. So I guess, Lunchbox, we need you because you're just out of dynamics. So even though I can't stand you sometimes, you know, you're the character that we hate, but we also love. Okay. Uh, thoughts? No, that was a little weird to be called hated in the same breath as we can't live without you. So really, she loves me, but she just doesn't want to admit she loves me, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why people hate me. I don't. I just say honesty, and people don't like the truth sometimes because everyone wants to do the little soft gloves. Oh, let's just pat everybody and give them participation trophies. We're not here for that. All right, next up. Here's the next one. Hey, Bobby. I'm calling about Lunchbox going through drive-thrus asking questions. Uh, that is actually very annoying to us who actually work the drive-thru because we have to get customers through the drive-thru in a certain amount of time. So him asking questions like that will waste our time and get us in trouble. All right. Thank you. That's good. Good point. Thoughts? Uh, thanks for that, but I feel like people still enjoy it. I, I know you're you're on a timer and... 
you don't really care about the timer because you're more concerned about having a good day at work. And when someone's nice to you in the drive-through, I think it makes your day better. That makes no sense. But I think he does the drive-through. Care about the timer because it's lazy. Like I'm just gonna drive through and do it, not get out and do it. It used to be I don't want to get COVID. Now it's like I just don't want to get out of the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's what's up today. All right. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. The Bobby Bones Show.